Final tour of Dead and Company. What? Everybody's out there going to Dead and Company shows. They sure are. You putting them pictures up. The, yeah. Smiles. A lot going on. You do not <laughs> want to see be seen in those pictures wearing the same shirt you were wearing last time or the same hoodie no. you were wearing last time. You want and the dope stuff. That's right. Go what should I do? Shoptourbus.com. Shoptourbus. Do it now. Listen to my voice telling you to go to Shoptourbus. No, seriously. Go check out what Shop Tour Bus is doing. They have the online lots, coolest Grateful Dead inspired merchandise on the planet, period. Yeah. I said it. It's true. It is true. And I say that they are the most comfortable t-shirts that I've ever owned, too. And I say. Perfect for summer. And it is all coming to you. That t-shirt, that hoodie, that um, sticker pack, whatever it is that you order. Lovely packed from Bridgeport, Connecticut in a specialized box. All over print. With trinkets and get little chocolates, maybe gum. Uh, maybe you'll be lucky enough to get a bootleg. That's right. You Some people are getting miracled with That's their right. orders. And it's a, this is also a miracle. You're getting free shipping when you put in the promo code No, no Simple, Simple Road. Road. So go over to shoptourbus.com. You are going to see... Grateful Dead inspired merch with Grateful Dead songs told in picture on them in a really cool, creative, and kind way. And you know what? This is our family taking care of you, clothing you, making sure you're not cold or too hot or making sure you look cool. So go to shoptourbus.com, put in the promo code NoSimpleRoad. I like knowing stuff. What kind of stuff? I, well, I like knowing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like knowing about stuff too. Any, anything in particular? Well, or? in particular, when I'm going to a concert to a venue I've never been to before, yeah. I like knowing where to sit so that the sound isn't muddy. Me too, yeah. because I my ears get really bad at concerts sometimes, depending on where the where I am in the room. So sound is super important for me to know. Yeah, I also like to know like what the security's like so that I know how to plan to get into the show on time. And my bladder. Because that's a thing these days yeah. from what I hear. My bladder's pretty small, so I need to know about the bathroom sitch. All right. What about I, you, Apple? I like to know about the vending situation, like what, like what food they got available and stuff in, inside and outside of the venue. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to know all this stuff and you've never been to the venue before, then you're just shit out of luck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. You're really not. We've got a solution. That's right. Go to VenueLama.com. This is where live music fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on their own experiences. A place where pro showgoers can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful venue intel with one another. Head over to VenueLama.com today and sign up for your free VenueLama account and start reviewing venues today. Review venues in the Llama base, upload photos in the Llama gallery, and add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts podcasts Ooh. to the friends page all llamas registered by july 4th are eligible to win free tickets and venue llama gear what yeah free tickets free tickets what? Hey, wait a minute free tickets are cool but venue llama gear is even equally just as cool well, you, because it has lorenzo llama on it that's right lorenzo so llama. you stroll up to the concert that you won tickets from in your venue llama gear with Lorenzo Llama on it, and you'll know exactly where to sit, where to pee, and where to eat. And Lorenzo Llama <laughs> looks cool 
as can cool be. Cool as fuck. Yeah. You can say it. Yeah, it's cool okay. as fuck. Go to VenueLama.com. You spell that V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A.com. Go check it out. Follow them on Instagram at VenueLama too. And, and YouTube and, channel. And that's right. They have really cool stuff going on. Go check it out. Last night, we had a wonderful dinner. Ooh. Yeah, we did. Do you guys remember that? I re- mm-hmm. Do you remember where remember. we went? Nope. It was Fire on oh, the Mountain. Shit, fire right. on the Mountain. Yep, Fire on the Mountain. They specialize in chicken wings, but they have all kinds of other goodies. And we flew into the Burnside location last no, night. No, we didn't fly. We drove. We drove. We I drove flew. down Burnside. <laughs> I don't know where you guys are doing. I flew. But it was amazing. I know I was flying after my dinner there. That's for sure. Yeah, we were definitely flying because, oh, those deep fried Oreos at the end of it. I had the, they have specials you have to go check out. I had the onion burger and I had the buffalo uh, spring rolls, Mm, which were amazing. so good. And hey, here's the thing, man. It's not just like chicken wings and burgers. It's also vegan options and salads. The vegan ranch was amazing. Yeah. I could not tell the difference. I never it get no different. Well, I never get ranch because that's one of the foods that really messes me up if I yeah, eat it. Creamy stuff. Yeah. And I had the vegan ranch. It was amazing. Look, I used to go to my Bubby's house for, for dinner on Sundays <laughs> and she made the best fucking brisket on the planet. And whenever your family is cooking for you, it's always good. That's true. And this is the Grateful Dead family well, cooking for you, man. This is the Grateful Dead family making food that makes your soul feel good makes your tummy feel good three locations here in portland two locations in denver go over to portlandwings.com if you're not in one of those places get yourself some of their sauce you can try it at home you can get yourself some um fire on the mountain merch and uh, make sure to go check out at fotm pdx and fotm denver on instagram See wow. what the specials are. And you know what everybody gets for free? What? A big ass smile when you go there. Dude, <laughs> you know what? We went in there at like, was it like seven o'clock yeah. on a Tuesday night? Packed. That place was slamming and everybody smiling and rocking. <laughs> it and was, yeah. It was really jamming. I was like, uh-huh. I'm proud these guys are our sponsor. This is cool. So go it's check great. it out. Fire on the Mountain. No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve, they've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody.
It's a bumpless Monday. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, For no, some no, out there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, no. No Simple Road family. It's Aaron. And it's Mel. And it's Apple. And I have scrambled eggs for brains. And today. I'm a little tired. And, it, and it's Darwin who's very happy that we've Darwin returned. Darwin gave home. me a straight up hug when I came home from. Did you see him put his head in there? Uh-uh. When he was like tap dancing, I like bent over to like, you know, cuddle him and he put his head right in the um, crook of my neck and like shoulder and like pushed in. Pushed in. <laughs> and like stayed there love. for a minute. <laughs> wow. That was cute. Doggy love. I love you, Darwin. He was cute. He was very wel- welcoming to us when we came yeah. home. So he only pooped and peed once. Yeah. He, it's a spite poop and pee. He yeah. has to get it out of his system. Um, so, You'll probably notice that it's not Monday right now. It's Tuesday. <laughs> and uh, so I will say, still say, welcome to the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind. Weekly Rewind. Brought to you in collaboration with the Edible Beats out of Denver, Colorado. The Edible Beats. The Edible Beats is a beautiful, wonderful, majestic group of individuals that are doing something amazing with restaurants and their employees and each other and the public, and food, and our connection to it, and how we do what we do so that we take care of those that matter the most. And if you want to find out more about it, go check it out on Google. And if you live in the Denver area, you should go eat at one of the amazing restaurants that they And we're going to get to do that this summer. If I was in the Denver area, I'd go eat at all of them. That's why why when we go there, I got to like, we're going to have to put a leash on Apple. Reel you in, dude. Yep. Like, oh, I don't care about the first day of fish. I'm going to Once, eat. Like, we'll, we'll land and then go eat at their restaurant in the airport, go to our place, have dinner that night. Uh-oh, something's happening. What's happening right now? Oh. Mel says, oh, because it's Sydney calling. Yeah. It's if, always cute. If it's Aww. ever my kids, it's always, oh. Yeah. <laughs> or and like, then, ooh. And then it's usually Sydney and Jasper. And I it's, know. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. Man, I'm sorry for people who aren't crazy about their kids, man. This is, I always have a storehouse of happiness just thinking about my kids. So I can be so pissed off and I think about Jasper or Sydney or Simon and I'm like, oh. Just <laughs> that is cute. That's like, a we, we we could do that. Like yesterday, when you missed those ones, and I'd taken screenshots the other oh day yes. to make sure that you, in case you missed it, usually you don't. But once in a while, you miss a picture. Just of put it. You could be mid thought, and you put a picture of Jasper in front of Mel, and she did. <laughs> oh, like, and then she forgets what she was talking uh-huh. about. Oh, I get giddy, man. It's like it's like having a crush on your favorite boy or girl or whatever, and like. They it never goes away. You always have that crush. That's yeah. how I feel. Well, that's it's a big deal this week too. Because wh- what's happening Friday? Jasper's coming on Friday. What? Yeah, man. It's <laughs> yeah. A, it's grandparent time around here. Yeah, we're gonna have them for a week. It's gonna be so fun. I'm so so excited. We have plans. We're gonna take him to Hopscotch Museum. We're gonna take him out to the property. I want to take him to Dodge Park because that he said he likes the river and that's where we went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he likes the river, so we're going <laughs> to do some fun stuff. So before Sid called, um, you may be noticing that it's Tuesday and not Monday. And uh, we apologize for the tardiness of our arrival into your ears Well, this some week. people didn't have to go to work on Monday, so... Well, we didn't have to go to work on Monday either. I did. Okay, I, I, I did. didn't. But that's not why we're late. 
<laughs> we're late because we were at Mojo Family Fest. Woo! Out yeah. A oh. newly minted Rhythms Ground. Rhythms Ground. And uh, it was. I, okay, let's. Okay, one word each and then we'll get into it. Apple, what's your word? Spectacular. Aaron? Magical. <laughs> it was your idea, one uh, word. I, I, speechless. That, that, that's a okay, good that's, one. That's a word. You, you said it. It was amazing. Um, they worked so hard. I think because they're our friends and we have been to the property several times um, and have seen it through its transition, you know, um, mm-hmm. to see the festival come together the way that it did was like, like watching a wedding, it, like so happy and like, oh my God, people found each other and they're in love. It, it felt very like elevating and like it was happening to me, even though it wasn't happening to me, it felt so good to see um, Jack and Mojo, the uh, Bodhi Mojo um, and Mojo Family Fest, like come to fruition again. And also on those grounds that were, they were working till the very last day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it was, I think one of my favorite moments of the entire festival was Sunday morning. We all got up and it was rain. It started raining Sunday morning and we went over to where the Raverts and all like kind of the VIP area up top in the Arboretum was. And Ben was up there and he was wrapped in his, <gasps> his I have String the Summit. cutest picture of Ben. I posted it on Instagram. The, the one that I have? No, an, a picture of this, what I'm talking about, of him wrapped in the Northwest String Summit blanket. Yeah, Audrey tucked them all in like a little burrito. And <laughs> Audrey is the best tucker I, on the block. He looked <laughs> so happy and so content. There's been a, a, over the last like six, eight months, when you look at Ben, there's an air of like underlying stress because of everything that's been going on and the hard work they've been putting in at the property. And just, you know, that he's got something on his mind. And this is the first time since all of that, since the beginning of all of this, that he looked like not stressed. <laughs> yeah. Mel's showing me her picture on her phone. Right oh there, I, I got two pictures of that. There's, there's a first yeah. <laughs> and then, and then that second one just, it does, it shows satisfaction. There's a calm. He looks yeah. so pleased. Like, like pleased. The, the stress is gone. That The genuine smile, like it, it makes me happy to see that photo. And to, to see your family like doing their purpose, you know what I mean? Like it felt like the land was happy that it was happening there, which yeah. is a strange yeah. thing to say. Well, I think I, I think maybe all three of us were like um, talked about it, but like the grounds, the literal grounds of the property felt different as everyone danced on it and it rained and it got just kind of moved around from people walking and it it felt I don't even know how to describe it, but it was, it was a visceral feeling that you could feel. I was like dancing with my feet on the ground several different times. And it was like, at first it was a little bit more fluffy or, and then it got like packed in and then it just started to feel like 
almost like a massage as you would dance. It felt like a massage on your feet. Yeah. Well, that that it is amazing how comfortable that lawn was because where where the grounds were in front of the stage is where the thickest part of the blackberries were. And there was kids running around barefoot the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. got hurt. Everybody was having fun. I sat on the blanket a couple times. It was like the grass feels better. The grass was like so inviting. And Ben said it's a mix of like many different kinds of grass that's in there. So it's like it was just so comfy and spongy. Yeah. The medic tent was not it was empty. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of action over at the medic tent. Thank goodness. That's what that's why I'm saying. It was like a really so many so many things could have happened. And all that happened was a good Goodness. time and beautiful yeah. like memories. It, so last year at Horning's hideout was the final Northwest string summit. And we did our best to cover that and convey the feeling of being at Northwest string summit for the last one. And part of like the bittersweet aspect of it is the feeling, feeling that you're never going to have that feeling again of like, Oh, this thing's over. And this is, this feeling's gone. And I, I can honestly say I felt that feeling this weekend at, did you at Mojo family fest? I really did. I felt that at it. it, I even said to Ben on, on Saturday night, we were kind of like dancing next to each other. And I said, Hey man, just stop for a second. I said, look around. Remember when, we were at Strummit and everything was ending and we were all sad. And I was like, it was a very sad occasion. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you have your own hornings now. This is yours. And this is just the first one. And the possibilities are endless here, man. You have like a blank slate to work with to do anything that you want to create here. And it's only going to get better and better. And this was fucking awesome. Yeah. It, well, it, there was there was many beautiful moments over the weekend. But on Saturday, it was after like the first band had played or so. And it was in between. And they were playing the filler music. And Ben and Tiff were up on the road looking down. And, they, and one of their favorite Yonder Mountain String Band songs came on. And to see those two the looks of joy on their face and the tears of joy that started coming down their face and just started hugging each other. That moment from that moment on, like you just said, it felt completely like the string summit feeling from then on. It was like that yonder blessed it. And yeah. And then we did some very, very cool stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean, so proud of Jack from Bodie Mojo for putting it all together so proud of them yeah they really did deliver the lineup was fucking spectacular i am shocked at i i I haven't seen quite a few of those bands because for one one reason or another like oh we we fell asleep or we (laughs) left before they went on or there was something else yeah something else you know so jsi proof is one that i hadn't seen before that i had and blown I, away. Yep. Um, the Muddy Souls, I caught just like the last one or two songs of them one time at the Haven. So I didn't really get to see, you know, what they do. Um, then it was one other one that I was going to mention. Blue Egyptian? Well, Blue Egyptian and Copper Children. That, <sighs> oh, 
And, um, well, there, there was just so many and it was phenomenal. Yeah, Apple told me that nobody in blue Egyptian is over 21. What? Yeah. None of them are over 21. I forget who it was. Somebody from one of the bands, Sponge or, uh, Bodie Mojo was telling me they cross paths with them on tour. I think it was down in California because they're from uh, Chico area mm-hmm. and was like, hey, after the show, we're all going to this bar. You know, you guys should meet us and come hang out. And then they were like, um, well, nobody in the band's old enough to go to the bar. Oh, shit. crazy, crazy. <laughs> I would say the most s- surprising set this weekend. Was sponge. Well. I don't like to say favorites because I no, generally I just said I generally don't have favorites, but that was my favorite set of the entire weekend. Like they brought it, they that, really did bring it. I in. I don't even at first it was kind of like I I didn't get where they were going with, but I was just in the right place and we were right in front of <laughs> yeah, them we too, and just we had I had gotten an opportunity to um, catch up with Sponge with Sage, Josh. His playing, I've never seen that look in his eye. I've never seen him make a face like that to the crowd while he was, he was playing at us. <laughs> it was like, he had some fierce ass shit in that look and in his eye, like this determination and like Dan brought it or yeah, Dan brought it. I'm like, David, David's voice. I, I mean, everything about Sponge's set, the timing, the I'm just, I'm proud of you guys. I loved every moment. And if this is where you guys are at right now, man, I am so excited to see your next show. And on top top of everybody, I heard it not, not just me saying it, but a lot of people, everybody that took the stage, including us brought their a game. Yeah. It was like a pluses, gold stars, happy faces all around. Everybody killed it. Yeah. To say like favorite set, it's, it's very difficult too, because Every you know single, I'm usually not about favorites, but that one. Every single band brought it to the tenth power. Well, the my 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 secondary um like breakout was Jaycee Proof. He so you know w- when you are in rhythms ground, they have like a bowl, kind of like hornings, and they've got um a road that brings you into the bowl, and they have like this huge big cinder block. At the top of that road, right as you come oh, into the big concrete, yeah, thing, that yeah. concrete, you know, block. And I had seen um, Jeff from JSI Proof walk up there, and part of the band was still on the the stage. The stage. And then I don't know the other guy's name, but the um, saxophone and flute player from JSI Proof was—I I didn't even know where he was. I didn't see him leave. Next thing you know, they didn't even get announced. They did not even get announced. All of a sudden, you just hear a trombone and then a saxophone and then a trombone back and forth. Next thing you know, they are on either side of us, on either side of the dance floor. Out in the crowd. Out in the crowd, walking up to the stage and just like battling back and forth between these horn instruments. And it was like... There's a post on No Simple Road that has it. Something spectacular. And then they just brought it so strong so hard so and everybody's set was so elevated and happy and the quick and easy boys they kept on like oh man 
this is great. I hope we I hope we get invited next year. They brought it. The quick and easy boys Their were late night set was oh amazing. Oh my gosh. If you didn't see that quick and easy boy late night set, I'm sorry because it was it was a monster. It was amazing. I didn't see it. And I love that guy's outfit. All he had on was like kind of booty shorts and he killed the game. Killed yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, the Pacific Northwest really does have something really special going on in our music scene up here. I thought that while we were like all of most of the bands were not all of them, but most of them were Pacific Northwest or at least West Copper Children, mm-hmm. I think maybe it was Colorado. Colorado, but um, this is all what's happening over here. Mm-hmm. And Harrison from Bodie Mojo, their set was fucking fantastic and to know that Harrison was playing for his family for the first time. Mm. Yeah, he had his sister and his two nieces Shout out and Harrison. brother-in-law from the East Coast. Yeah, we mm. uh, Yeah, we uh, I, And the, I don't know if you guys knew it too, but the Mojo the uh the Mojo and Friends set mm-hmm. on Sunday, the reason that happened is cuz Chris had to take off uh to go to a wedding. So because oh. it was going to be that's what somebody had told me. It might have been Jack. There was going to be two Modi Bodie Mojo sets. Yeah. But then they decided to do for and friends and got to give hella props to Madison. True. Oh, Madison. Got up there with her. She did. She Those sat in with several different people you know, and she sounded like a like a <clears throat> controlled, awesome, mellow, like. Janice Joplin yep. when she was belting it out up there with them. Her set from Camp Suds to this year sounds almost like a whole different person. She has so much power and happiness and excitement when she's up there and she looks like she's having so much fun and I I was blown away. I was blown away at her and Thomas being cute the whole weekend playing with her band and then the bamboo forest okay. set by DJ Yuzu. Holy I, cow. I missed Holy this. Cow. Can you guys explain to the people listening what a DJ set in a bamboo forest at night is like? Well, let, let me, I'll start off with the yeah. beginning. We'll go back yeah, before yeah. here because this was kind of a surprise. Yeah. Was like a handful of people knew this was going to happen. It was a late night set after everything was done on the main stage. So it, it it was announced that there was going to be music up up top mm-hmm. in the Tree Arboretum, and, and and it was on the the um what, schedule. But yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't in the band. Yeah, it, it didn't. Yeah, sh- it, it was going to be show on the smaller be, stage. Yeah. So they said there's kind of like a gazebo in on the edge of the bamboo forest, which is like probably about a quarter acre of bamboo that's anywhere from thirty to forty t- foot tall or so, and all of a sudden, all the lights all the lights started flashing more. And he started it off with, it was like kind of spoken word with like tribal jungle beats under it. And everybody started pouring up there to see what was going on. And like late night set, everybody's well elevated and it's the perfect setting. It is like so safe. Yeah. Because even dangerous if and I, safe I, I at tripped, the same time, I tripped a couple times and you fall like three or four inches into the bamboo. It's and like crutches all around you. Mm-hmm. And it started filling up with people and everybody the look of amazement of looking up at the bamboo and just it, it was like everybody turned into primates and was just kind of swinging between the bamboo and stuff and then well 
there was several times kind of dancing in and out of the bamboo. And I was kind of like at the entry point because there's a lot of ways to get. I mean, there's so many different paths to go, but the main path from from the walkway I was standing right there kind of like in the the middle of that and the entrance of the bamboo forest and watching people's eyes when they walk like turned to see everyone dancing and like the way that the lights um, project upwards it lights up the entire stalk of the bamboo so it's like super dark but you could see all the the tips of the leaves of the bamboo all look bright and white and so people are like dancing and then they look and they're like oh my god like they were so entranced by the beauty of it like and and it's so different there's nothing like it like like apple saying like you're dancing and you kind of trip but you don't fall down because you fall into bamboo and it's like various sizes like you know big enough for your hand and then kind of a little bit smaller thick small all in between and it just provided such an incredible backdrop and shout out to dj yuzu he did it with a broken freaking toes (laughs) like he had his foot foot busted he had his foot elevated and he was still dancing and rocking and bringing it and it was and then audrey gave him lights to wrap his crutches that was the coolest audrey has lights like endless amount of lights and he wrapped his crutches in these lights which worked perfect because he couldn't hold a flashlight and it was it lit up the path anywhere he went the whole time shout out i was i was bummed in the morning but i had gone back to the tent at like midnight and i sat down on the bed and i was like oh no and I passed out. I tucked you in. I boom. <laughs> I was like, you were like, what are you going to go do? I was like, I'm going to go party and hang out with our friends. <laughs> I was like, we're right, here to have a good I'm time. <laughs> I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning and I was like, what's going oh. on out there? I was like, fuck it. I'm getting up. So I get up and I come out and like, I swear it was like a tribe of monkeys that had been let loose in the forest. That's what it was. 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> yes. And I ended up hanging out and talking with Sage for a little while and, and, uh, and Jason, but I, I heard from more than one person. Well, one person said to me, you know, I don't really like electronic music very much. That was a whole different. And, and he said, but that DJ Yuzu set was my favorite electronic music I have ever heard in my whole I'd life. I'd have to agree with that. He, he, I would have to agree with that. Ben and sure. Tiff had said, he, I mean, he, he really studies his sets. They said he'd been compiling that set for three weeks to wow. get it perfect. He had some tipper mixed in. He had so many things mixed in throughout it, and it was so perfect. And people that did like EDM, I heard a handful of people was like that had seen a lot of electronic music, said this is one of the greatest experiences I've had at, at a, like a DJ set. Well, depending on where you were in that bamboo forest, you could look out into the field where where the rest of the festival and the main stage was. And so it was like elevated. You look the other way and you only see bamboo. And so depending on where you were, the, you could be lost. the sound that was coming out and it wasn't, it was electronic. It was that, but there was also disco-y and there, like, there was just so much depth to it. It wasn't just boom, 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 boom. It wasn't like that. It, it was, was constantly changing. It was constantly changing and people were like, what? And like, it was I don't even know. At some point, I videoed a freaking panda bear inside the bamboo. (laughs) 
I was oh, like, yeah. what the actual hell? There's a panda bear here. It would just, everything and, was, like you said, your, your one word, magic. It was very, very yeah. magical weekend. One of my favorite things, too, was Thor in, in his crab onesie that he wears <laughs> with all the arms. He was in the middle of it and just dancing. So you see all these crab arms flailing in I the bamboo. I walked in there. I, honest to God, it was like monkeys. There was like. People, somebody was climbing. I was just going to say, people were trying to climb the bamboo. There was somebody like hanging upside down by their legs, like with their legs wrapped around a couple pieces of bamboo, hanging upside down, dancing. I was like, holy shit, man. This it was is a good awesome. Time. It was so one of my favorite videos too. the one I showed you that we're just at the end. Audrey. Audrey comes walking by and she looks at me and the camera looks at the camera and she's like, Oh, bamboo forest. Never did no one wrong. <laughs> and then just walks off. <laughs> but yeah, man. I want to, you know, like when um, you win an award and you say thank, I want to say thank you to my director and my makeup artist. I want to say a few thank yous because um, it takes a lot. It takes a huge amount of effort and time to put on a party, let alone a festival. And so aside from Tiffany and Ben that slayed from morning till evening, therefore girls, oh my gosh, they, the way that they showed up for the festival and the way that they took charge and helped with parking and taking the money for the parking and helping people get out of freaking the mud. And they just, Ansley was like putting hay on the, like, they were crushing it. Ansley's friends, John, um, Hayden, um, uh, DJ Yuzu, um, the girls, and then Audrey and Jason and Simon and Darla. Oh my gosh. Simon was ATVing everybody back and forth. Artists. Simon's limo service. He, he's, How old is Simon? I think 10 or nine or 10. No, he's definitely not nine. I think he's 10. no, he's yeah, 10, 11. He gave eight, me and you a new ride down from the from yeah. the top on the ATV. He went on the street. He like <laughs> he had all this. He, edic- he so knew what to do. Man. Like he's Opens incredible. I was cracking. So up. and then Audrey for making those signs and like being Tiffany's assistant. That is, it was invaluable. You know when when you're the one that has to make all the decisions when everybody's like, hey. <coughs> what's this hey what's that what's where do i go for this like that's exhausting it's stressful and to have somebody to keep you on task and to keep you um for for remembering what you were doing that is incredible like so i just want to say thank you to you apple too the day before we went out there we freaking slayed it putting up the curtains for the vip thing and like karen the dancing lady she did an incredible job being a vibe tender and the MC of the show and every and announcing everybody in from the camps. Yeah, making man. Sure to get involved. Yeah. She kind of got people out from the camp to come back to the grounds to start dancing or well, to get involved. When, when we were getting ready to do our live podcast, there was not many people around no. and Karen was like, Oh hell no, I'll be back. I was like, what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to get people from the campgrounds. They're not staying in their tents during this. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it was full. If you're trying to eat better, we made it easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted. Dietitian approved and ready to go in just, guess what, two minutes. 
You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including mm, Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and even Keto. And there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals, man. They have two-minute meals that fuel you up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. They are flexible with your schedule, so you get as much as you need really fast, and Factor really does it right. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to head to factormeals.com slash nosimpleroad50 and use the coupon code nosimpleroad50 to get 50% off. That's code no simple road 50 at factormeals.com slash no simple road 50 and get 50% off. Look, not many places are giving you 50% off. Go try it. You're going to love it. You get it for half off. It's a whole thing. Go check out Factor. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about our set because that was something brand new to us um, to do. And it went over beautifully. And it was such a emotional and needed thing because I, you know, part of, um, Cody, I wanted to say a big, huge thank you to Cody and Bree. Bree took care of Geyser, which was, um, Ben and Tiffany's dog. And he's a huge dog and just kind of a young pup. So to keep them locked up is really horrible. And With so all those people there. Yeah. So Bree, um, you know, asked to take him and, and, and kept him for the weekend, which was awesome. And then Cody's ability to stop people in the most beautiful, sweet way and give them the information of, I thought about this afterwards. When I've gone to a festival before, I have not thought of the grounds. I just haven't, I haven't thought about like, Oh, this is sacred or, Oh, this is beautiful. I just get to the festival, want to get set up and like be, later on I can kind of look around and be like oh that's nice or whatever but I don't personally I haven't thought about that and for Cody to sit there and give people like a two to three minute like spiel on the importance of where they they are and what Tiffany and Ben have done to create this and their dream and the whole nine like I was hearing him talking to people coming in and it was the friendliest most thorough great conversation and I would think like if I'm coming into a festival first one don't know what you're going to do and to hear that that would put you on the right foot the rest of the whole thing the whole thing you know it was just like um so much help from the no simple road family to get all of these things kind of flushed out and these last minute you know surprises and all that stuff that really made all the difference. I'm so proud of it. And so our set was kind of last minute, not a hundred percent, but like we had talked about it briefly. We didn't like rehearse. No, we weren't talking weeks about it. No, no. This kind of came up maybe a week and a half, a before. week, a week and a half before, but even the details we was the day of. And it, felt so right to do that because like I said on the heels of Cody kind of letting everybody know about the festival grounds and everything we did Sheriff Coyote Sheriff Coyote that's right (laughs) um but we talked a little bit we brought Ben and Tiffany on stage and kind of introduced them to everybody to let them let everyone know who they were 
and what they'd done to Well yeah, it was important for them to be on the stage. I at agree. The their first festival at their property so that the people that were there would know whose land they were on and who's responsible. And who created, who created all, that. all of yeah. it. Like the that was a vision. Went, yeah. So we did that and to have <laughs> You know, we're shedding real tears, you know, on stage and we're like getting really emotional and everybody was with us. Everybody that was on, you know, like you get hecklers and stuff like that. It paid, you know, some people are drunk or some people are whatever. We didn't you, have any of that. I was just going to say, uh. we didn't have any of that. There was so much respect. There was so much um, uh, interactions. Like people were um, like... Uh, what's the word cooperating and like being a part of stuff you know we also i mean it was kind of a sacred thing that we did we did a land dedication ritual yeah with everybody there we had a we had everybody like i made an announcement the day before saying that we were going to do this ceremony and for everybody to find a pine cone and pour their intention into that pine cone and then we were gonna do something with all the pine cones the next day and lo and behold, man, people had their fucking pine cones yeah. showed up with them. Well, even that Simon helped me because I, I had, I was like, there's going to be some people that are not going to have a pine cone. So I filled up this basket, Simon and I did, and we brought it to the stage. And even that we knew we wanted to have pine cones, but like, it was like right before the day before is when I was like, let's have everyone do a mandala. And you're like, yes. And you know, the, the day of we're like okay let's let's do the you know this blessing and it just turned out really beautiful and we had a lot of people come up to us individually and together saying how much they appreciated it and how awesome it was even though i got my direction wrong i kept telling aaron <laughs> i was like aaron south is hot south <laughs> is hot it's fire said west. fire fire and then i was like okay aaron you go and you're and then he tells me i'm wrong on stage <laughs> which it was great usually i'm the one that messes things no, up you fucking and, came I, and through. i nailed you mine killed it, dude. he nailed it like he I call upon yeah, it like dope. it sounded like it sounded like um like a Morgan Freeman friggin some kind of voice out I, from I, the, I got there for sure they're like they're like that was awesome you started because it like it, they're like it commanded attention yeah yeah it did and, and then everybody the way because Aaron asked for everybody to gather in a circle and I I get there was probably about 80 people yeah or, or, yeah maybe more or more 80 to 100 people and they formed like the most perfect circle immediately in front of us around and around there. And then when it came time to start putting their pine cones in the middle, which was very pro starting with Ben and Tiff. Yep. And then the girls all lined up with them and the way like that was not, there was no rehearsal, no direction. The way it happened from the stage, it looked like a serpent. Yeah. yeah. The way it went, the way they all, they, they went into the middle and then the whole line started going clockwise following each other. They did it perfect. They did I was it completely like, perfect. Shit. And then even at the end with Graham, DJ Uzo, if I Yuzu. Can do it, Yuzu, Aaron was like, you, you don't have, you, you like, you don't have to go through this. And he didn't even look, he jumped on his buddy's back and got a piggyback ride around the entire circle. And he was the last one to place his. It was, it was, it, it was amazing. amazing. And the look on the girls' faces, when we had Ben and Tiff on stage, 
for, the, for so that they, they could get recognition for what they'd done, which they're not ones that want that, really. No, no. They're, they're like, eh, we don't care about that. We just want everybody to have a good time. The look on the girls' faces watching mom and dad on stage, they were beaming seeing was, mom and dad yeah. up there. And then we had everybody in get back in the circle and put their rhythm into the ground by stomping their feet that time awesome. together. And uh, and and the mandala stayed for most of the day. They most of the day, but it was it was in the middle of the dance floor. So we, yeah, they uh, it stayed um, well into the night. Everybody yeah, was super yeah. respectful. They of were it. Tiffany and her daughter moved it over to another area, but it, the symbolism and the beauty of how everything worked out, like you said, just kind of organically, like you know, making it like a snake, like it just. What a way to kick off our festival summer. Yeah. Like, I, for real. And this doesn't have to do with our weekend, but um, huge shout out to Northlands. Oh, Looks like they, yeah. Northlands. They fucking crushed. They crushed it. Yeah. Absolutely. And they had a huge rainstorm. Oh, and, did they? Yeah, like, like we had on Sunday kind of rain. Wow. And they kept going and did their thing. It looks like they, you know, festival season is off. It well, has started. you know, um... Speaking of that, we were um, supposed to have some really bad rain beginning um, in the evening on Sunday and on Saturday. On Saturday. Saturday it didn't come. Thank God. Then, it, well, it, I guess it came, it came at, at the like very, 430 the, in the morning. The very, no, because it started to sprinkle a little bit during Sponge's set. And then. And, um, it, and it started during uh, Super Secret Band yeah, Super Secret. Uh, late at night. And then, and then it really started coming down towards the end. Uh, um I don't, I don't remember their name. The guy that was doing up on the small stage in the Arboretum, he plays the didgeridoo. Oh, man. I, and, I like, really sings and mixes and has a drummer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, it really started coming down, though. I was, we were, me and Mel were passed out by that point, but, like, it, uh, it woke me up from a stupor pass out. Yeah. It was so hard, like, pouring on the tent well yeah well you got your guys tent was kind of in the clearing there because it's so big you couldn't set up under the tree so i bet because the sound up in the the tin roofed carport urban shaman where, where was the, the didgeridoo that's guy urban shaman it, it was it was amazing uh but the sound on the tin roof was so awesome sounding so i'm sure in the tent it was just like yeah. and i would be remiss if i did not mention the angelic heavenly music that family mystic played i so i mean i I, we told the story about um when we first went to rhythms ground and the first thing that i said when i saw that open bowl that wasn't open yet it was full of blackberries ben was talking about the stage and all that i was like oh my god family mystic needs to play here we had just had them on the show they had given us the most incredible acapella they were so great and then i i just knew it i felt like they belonged there i felt like they were belonged to be part of the land and i had talked to to marcello like off air about our friends that have this property and it's amazing and they need help and blah 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 well you know we've known them for a while now flash forward family mystic is playing on friday night as the sun comes down pink and purple skies beautiful perfect weather and they are singing about love and beauty and every it was 
that that's how it was. It was like a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, man. It was amazing. They uh the whole band has now gone to see Dead and Company together and the whole band is now turned on to Grateful Dead music and you can hear the difference in their sound. Absolutely. And and they're going on a pilgrimage. They're going up to see some of the Boulder shows and then they're going to the last shows in San Francisco together. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's really cool to see our musical community growing and changing and growing up and everybody is just the fucking salt of the earth man and uh, also a shout out to the haven they are doing some really incredible things over at the haven with artists and healers and musicians they are really keeping the vibes up they are involving the community in so many beautiful happenings and there was a lot of artists out from the haven and I, we met one of them who was an incredible, he gave us, he's a, a mathematician. Tour. He, he gave us a tour of how the universe breathes through tetrahedrons. Yeah. So he was like, study up on your geometry guys. <laughs> like, but all of these, you know, at a festival, you always have so many, um, chance, beautiful encounters, you know, and because we were highly involved in this. There was a lot of our people that we knew that were going to be there. And it was such a beautiful time to dance with Connor and just everybody, everybody hey man, that showed I, up, man. I, I was, I gotta say Connor made the drive out on Saturday, basically just to come hang out with us and he, spend the day. He's the man. Yeah, yeah. And then he stayed, he stayed the night. He, he crashed with me and Bryce up in the carport area because it was just so beautiful it was like 3 30 in the morning and he was he was i think he was kind of thinking about leaving it's like no he's like i'm staying and then hunkered down and then the the painting that me and him pitched in on to get which they'll post a picture of it but the artist joe is one of the co-owners of the haven uh we're talking to him finding more out about him and his artwork everybody's artwork there is amazing well i think um that it which is a crazy thought but um a while back when we were at the haven um actually when mojo fest um got booked at rhythms ground this is like there was a party at at the haven i saw jack and he was like hey have you seen ben and tiff it was the family mystic album release that's right family mystic album thank you for reminding me um but me and jenny were walking around and she had seen um a painting that she absolutely loved and brady was he was gonna get it for her but he was gonna make her wait and like giving her a hard time about it and i just walked up and was like um i just i bought it and i was like oh i'm buying this for my sister jenny was right in front of me i was like i'm buying this for my sister because it was my sister's birthday and she was like oh she's gonna love that so much and when I bought it, I just handed it over to Jenny. And she's like, I thought you were going to give this to your sister. I was like, I am I giving it did. to my sister. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's the same one I think that you guys got, got me. Got us. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I was trying to look right now on Instagram while I was I was telling the story, at, but I think it's the same one. Well, I, I love to because he, he has one that I really want. I'll get in the future, but he does them in, uh, he does different sizes. Different prices and different sizes of them. Because, I mean, the bigger, the more expensive. So he does them 
to make sure that if you love a piece of his art, you can afford it. That's so cool. So cool. That you know. And go ahead, Apple. Well, I just wanted. I just wanted real quick because we're there's so much to talk about, but I want to make sure we don't. We don't want to talk for two hours about. I mean, everybody, like I said, brought their A game. You know, starting on Sunday with you know the supernatural beavers, they were awesome. Kicking stuff off were amazing, and then the Louis Longmire set. I missed that one, but everybody said it was amazing. And then Whalian from up up in Seattle, I believe. Uh, you said the Muddy Souls; they they were amazing. And then what was on? Or wait, that that was Friday. Sorry, that was Friday. And then Saturday was us, and we were followed by Rice, who is up and coming. A lot of people have been talking about them for a long time. Said Blue Egyptian, JC Proof, Flying Caravan. That was another one. It was kind of like they had the belly dancer up there, oh, yeah. and the one girl's great. voice was just amazing. It was like a Flying Caravan's a good name. It was like a magic carpet ride, yep, like a gypsy caravan thing. Yeah, and then super secret band. Yeah, we we kind of touched on everybody else, and then Sunday, like we said, we had to get up early. It was raining. It was going to kind of muddy. I don't know if the Campfire Boys and uh, Man on TV um, and the Brother Gabe trio. Not sure if those happened. We yeah, weren't I'm not there. Yeah. We don't know. Um, but I was talking to one of the guys who listens to us and follows us, and we've met before. I forget your name, brother. It is from Man on TV. Oh, um, yeah. Was talking to him up in the bamboo grove, the grove, the night of that set. But just, I mean, everybody just just crushed it. It was it's so beautiful. I just didn't want to leave out a few of them because everybody brought their A game. So that was the beginning of our festival season, and uh, it couldn't have been a better way to start it. And so now we have Oregon Country Fair coming in two uh-huh. weeks. And uh, what, one last thing. What I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt Mel in the middle of talk. When we're talking about all the kids' involvement, the uh, Darla and Simon. Uh, Saturday night when they did uh, the Mojo and Friends, mm-hmm. the, the, the the meatball summer. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can't leave that out. You'll see. You'll, you'll there's picture. There, a lot of people got stuff, uh, photos and video of it. But they got a 12 foot beach ball covered it in a brown tarp to, so it looked like a meatball and, and it's not, not a huge story behind it. it's just kind of a joke with them like, like you, you know you have like hot chick summer this summer that summer well, they came up with meatball summer it was kind of like the way that jack did it with the way he set it up was kind of like a harpua yeah like yeah, a yeah they, they, they did love love light and that was the cue for all there's a bunch of people involved in this because they had to roll it down the road from camp and then the kids are all up there in the dark waiting. Simon came down to me. He's like, well, I know it's, I don't know what song they're talking about, but it's Love Light. You know, we like needed to give them a cue when it was Love Light. And they're waiting up on the hill. I, I could just imagine their anticipation of getting to roll this meatball down the hill, like into the crowd. Into the dance floor. And we had to coordinate. So I was one of them that we wanted to make sure to guide it so it didn't like mow people over. And at first, the, the, the route was going to go right towards the soundboard. Oh, my gosh. And Scott was like friends with the people <laughs> at the soundboard and warned them. And they're kind of like, okay, we'll make sure. So we ended up kind of going around the side. But Simon and everybody involved, they were so excited about it all day, could not wait. And then it went off so well. 
everybody was playing with this meatball and it looked like a fucking meatball <laughs> when it was really rolling good. down the hill with Cody's bright flashlight <laughs> on it. And the look on Jack's face of excitement when Aww. it went off so well, everybody bounced it around for about another song or so. Then it ended up the tarp came off and the kids played with it for hours back in the field. Dude, that thing was huge. Like yeah. when you say a 12 foot beach ball, like that's huge. Yeah. Most roofs are, are like eight feet or so in a house and this is 12 foot. It, it was, was gigantic. Yeah. The last thing I want to shout out is the incredible vendors. <laughs> I love seeing Brandon every time that we see him. Braden. Braden. Sorry. Braden. Are you sure it's Braden? Yeah. Braden. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Braden. Um, I, I do that often him. too and get corrected. Um, also three goats farm, uh, Levi and Bree. Um, oh, they're hot sauce. Then we had, um, the healing arts booth that they're actually at the Haven. And I immediately went to go get myself a treatment. And then I realized I don't fucking need a treatment as bad as Ben does. So I ended up giving, gifting ben got ben. cupped. I was so happy when I saw him later on. I was like, how was it, brother? And he was like, I felt lighter. No, he's polka dot. And so then we had Veronica with her beautiful stained glass stuff. The pizza. It kind of, yes, that was amazing. We bought honey from that guy. It was, it, the vendors really killed it. And I just wanted to say another and Melanie thing. with her pottery. Yes. Booth. Yes. Hey. Mel and Julian. Um, yeah. And then all the artists. So just thank you for making this first festival at Rhythm's Ground, like memorable. memorable. It was really memorable. We got some really great advice and some really great um, feedback and, uh, and let's just stop and say a huge thank you to Jack McGrain thank from you. Bodie Mojo yeah. for booking No Simple Road and having us out there and, yeah, and Jack. Jack. throwing the festival, man. It's, it wouldn't happen without him. No, Jack, it wasn't easy. And you, we know that there was a lot of moving parts and you did your best and it was great to meet your parents. And I just want to say thank you again. That was awesome. Yeah, man. So now we're looking forward to Oregon Country Fair. Woo. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I have a little bit more of an understanding of fair from meeting a few people out at Mojo Family Fest. Oh, yeah. um, part of the sound crew and the lighting crew was all fair family. And that is some old growth, Grateful Dead family out there. And those are some can-do motherfuckers, too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, my and, God. The guy that went on the yeah. rig, and then he, only to come down. He was, how many feet high? Like 20, 20. 30 feet high? Comes down, falls, rolls over, and pops up. I was like, dang. He, like, because they had a box right well, by. he's he said, got dreadlocks all the way down to his no, feet. No, it wasn't his dreadlocks. That, that It was the box. He went like to step off the step no, and then the box say. was right behind him and he freaking rolled back and popped up and i was, I was like the damn brother cushioned his fall <laughs> <laughs> he rolled over. he rolled onto his cushion yeah, th those dreads. those guys killed it the, all the stage and sound guys because there there was a mix-up and the stage that got delivered was not self-leveling like or not self but leveling legs for mm, uneven ground it was for like level concrete floor and they shimmed it and made it work with stuff from all over the property, set it up beautifully. They the sound the entire weekend. Incredible sound. The dude. sound everywhere in the entire entire property behind the stage 
amazing. Over to the right, up at the top, amazing. Right in front, amazing. It was kind of odd because a lot of the time sound kind of gets lost it as it travels. Rhythms ground. Yeah. The one that's kind of caught down in that field, that whole field, the camping, everything is kind of a big, huge bowl, yeah. like a caldera almost mm-hmm. that everything is set in. So, um, yeah, fair. There you have it. Fair, dude. We're fair doing it. Is, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, really excited about fair. I, I remember one I'm point. I'm getting more excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at one point on Saturday night, Mel and I are spun and we're like holding each other up dancing. And uh, I just remember Mel going, Oregon Country Fair. Out of the blue. I was thinking about it. Yeah. And th- this was like a, this was like a, like a, a teaser too. This was, you know, this is our thing, but a lot of people like Family Mystic is going to be playing oh my fair. Gosh. Yeah, Scott and uh, Mary are going to be. Scott and Mary, Abe is going to be mm-hmm. with them. Uh, there, a lot of people that were there were going to be seeing at fair. And and like Aaron said, so many people I talked to are, are so excited for us. that every, They're so excited for anybody who has never been before mm-hmm. that's going because everybody says, it changes your life. Mad- Madison, I saw her late yeah. night at the at the didgeridoo thing, and she was saying, I think she said last year was her first year that she got to go, and she was so excited for us. Braden even to be said going. he he goes, um, it's he's at JG Jewelry on Instagram, and he was like, dude, I wouldn't be who I am right now if it wasn't for Oregon Country Fair. He and he pulls down his sleeve, and he's got a Oregon Country Fair mandala logo tattoo on his arm he's like i had to put this on my body so that i would always remember that that's where i came from he's like i've learned i learned who i am at fair oh so yeah i'm i'm ready this was a good like appetizer and then and uh, sean the sax man we need to have you on the show oh yeah he was there joined he yeah he, has, he, he pops up everywhere. The of the sit-in. He's yeah. he's incredible. His yeah. his skills are it's probably like sixty percent of the shows we go to. It's like I want to welcome up Sean from World's mm-hmm. Finest. Yep. He'll be joining us this evening. Um, you know, after fair is another huge milestone for us. This on, is a huge year for us. Yeah, on August thirtieth, we are performing at Ophelia's Electric Soapbox in Denver, Colorado live podcast with us and Andy Frasco to kick off Dick's weekend. And, uh, yeah, man, that's, uh, it's just getting crazier and crazier and better. And better. Yeah. And I wouldn't say crazy. It's, I, I feel kind of like what you just said that Braden said, the, the more, um, shows that we go to or the more festivals, especially us being involved in them, not just attending, it's helping me to kind of understand where my role is in this, um, scene. And I love that. I, you know, <laughs> Saturday night, you were kind of having a little bit of a hard time and we won't get into it, but like, I felt like it was literally reverse. Like you'd been telling me what I was telling you mm-hmm. The like, uh, it just, you know, everybody's got a bad day sometimes, you know, some, some day and you can't help it. I don't, I don't mind talking about it. I don't, I, I mean, we're at an hour, but like, to sum it up, I just wasn't feeling it. I was not feeling it. And like the, not just the festival though. You were just not feeling period. It, yeah. I wasn't feeling anything. Yeah. I was just disconnected yeah. and like upset about it. Cause 
it was a really special weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to feel like this right now. <laughs> at all i felt bad for you had mentioned it to her and, I, and it was one of those things like like that's my brother and I, there's i could tell there's nothing i could you're no. like you're, you're, you're like you're like i'll i'll, I'll be good i'm just because i saw it on his face mm -hmm. I, I just thought you were just like just dead tired like no. you're like i'll be good man i'll be good I'll, I'll i'll you know check back with me later and then i took and medicine we, we about talked it, it out and, and you and then, and then you were <laughs> that was fine, fine. And, then, and that happens sometimes that this stuff is overwhelming the build-up to it and when it's happening so the, the amount of motions it's like you know and the senses we were saying it's like you know there's five senses but we use about 10 of them there, there's all these <laughs> other ones you don't know about that get involved with yeah. these things too and it's just it well, I, like, I like back to your word. You said your one word it sums up the entire week. It was magical. Yep. It, there it, was magic happening everywhere. It's just like when we went to Climate Pledge for fish and the Saturday show, was it Saturday? Friday, Friday show. Mel just wasn't there. Mm -mm. <clears throat> I could have went home and went to bed and been happy. Yeah. Just I, like seriously. <laughs> and that's where I was at. I was like, hmm. I just want to leave and go to sleep. Well, and, but, and then I was like, what a dick <laughs> to myself. You know what I mean? Like you built all this up and like, now you're here and now you feel like that. Like what a punk. It, it's hard. Sometimes we got to get out of our own way, you know, like, and we got to like man up or, you know, like just Annie up. We, we have to do that for ourselves. Cause that night, I, I thank God I keep a journal. I love keeping a journal because I wrote about it that fish night and I just wasn't feeling it. And that's okay. That's okay. We do a lot and we're supposed to be bringing our a game every time. Sorry. Sometimes it's going to be a C minus. Sometimes it's going to be a, a plus plus. You don't know, but like it doesn't matter. As long yeah. But then <laughs> it's just funny to like, looking back in hindsight, like <clears throat> before the sun went down, I'm like bearing my soul to you about how I, you know, not feeling it. And then cut to about three, Woo! three hours later <laughs> and I'm on the dance floor. Like, you know, like conductor in full effect. Yeah. Don't get in front of the train. You're going to get ran over. Exactly. He'll drag you along with him and you'll have fun. There was a special sweet angel. Cody came and he brought me one of like a huge pack, like a 50 piece pack of like, the um, neon bracelet kind of thing. Oh, right? Yeah. And I, every time I would dance, I'd forget that I was holding it and I would do something and then they'd spill out. You and I'm like, the Oh whole man. Thing on the ground. And, what? and I, so I like spilled I them and I'm like them the picking them up and like this guy behind me helps me. And I was like, you didn't have to do that. He's like, nonsense. I was like, it was my fault. He's like, it's no one's fault. And I was like, yeah, but I, I have to clean up my mess. He's like, it's our mess. Aww. And I was like, what? That whole and, thing. And I, and ours. at the time I wasn't looking at him cause I was busy picking them up and he, we're having this conversation like kind of side to side. And I turn around and his hair's like mine and he's got the most gorgeous, shiny, dewy skin and like so sweet. I was like, oh. Thank you so much. What freaking angels sent down from heaven to help me pick up these little freaking neon things. And it was just little sweet things like that all weekend. And I just, I'm grateful. There was, there was so much compassion, so caring, sweet. taking care of each other. I, I wanted to say one, one thing too, to, uh, 
Joel and Sarah. Oh my gosh, we, Joel and we Sarah. We love you guys so much. You were supposed to be attending, but I had stuff in the family. You were thought of. Uh, you were thought of the entire weekend and you donating your tickets uh, went went to great use yes. and, and helped a couple people enjoy it as well. But the good news is this was the first one, but it is definitely not the last one. There's going to be many things and we can't wait to have you guys out there to boogie on the dance floor yeah, man. at the next thing. And uh, we will see everybody <clears throat> on Friday. We won't be late this Friday. I promise. Um, <laughs> who do we have? We have we Sego. Have? Oh, Ooh, Sego this Friday. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah. And uh, until then, everybody enjoy your festival season. Take care of yourselves. Smile at a stranger. Safety third and hydrate and um, enjoy you, festival season. Everybody. Hey, don't forget the sunscreen. That's that's my message for this week. Sunscreen when you're outside, it's important. I don't care if you're not fair skinned. You get burned. I get burned when I'm outside. And it doesn't matter if there are clouds, sun is still there. And my last message for this week is all these groups that we've mentioned, if you have not heard of them, aren't aware of them, go look them up and listen look and support them, them and up. tell a friend. Yep. All right. We'll see you on Friday. We love you guys. Peace. Buy the merch. Phelps. And this is Monica Strutt. And we're from the Daily Music Business Podcast. We're joined by a number of other really great hosts in creating daily content with great advice for independent musicians just like you. That's right. We put out episodes daily on all topics from music marketing to branding, advice on signing with a manager and label and anything else you need to up-level the business side of your music career. We've got it covered. Subscribe to the Daily Music Business Podcast today on your favorite podcast catcher. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform.